This is an ASCII Live media production for the Manly Warringah Seagulls official podcast channel. G'day, I'm Steve Menzies and welcome back to part three of the series of Zorb and Arco. Let's get straight into it and pick up the chat where we left off. How hard was it uh, to eventually walk away from the game? You felt as though the game could come together quicker. You stepped down to really facilitate a settlement, didn't you? Well, I did. Uh, look, once once an agreement had been reached and, and and the fight was over, I thought, well, you know, it's 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 probably better for you know for for, for new people to be involved and and. Uh, you know, I, I thought it's probably better. John Quayle had just resigned, and uh, of course, I was missing him because, well, I said myself, John and I were a pretty good combination. You know, oh, we, were you cause, what? Because we both cared about the game, and yeah. we both uh, hopefully made a lot of, lot of right decisions for the game. But uh, you know, I thought uh, at the time, you know, it was better uh, for all concerned for for me to to take a backward step and. Uh, and get out from, uh, and you know, I, I must say, you know, probably for the first six months of my retirement, I, I, uh, I felt very uh, semi-depressed. But, uh, but of course, I'm over that, all that now, and uh, I'm, you know, I think the, 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 I'm very happy to see uh, how the game's going at the moment. I think the game's in pretty safe hands with the people that are running it at the moment. To tell you the truth, they okay. seem. You think Valandis is on the right track? I, look, I've only had the uh, the pleasure of uh, of uh, speaking to him on one occasion. I I, uh, I was introduced to him. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Beatty introduced me to him, and uh, we, we spoke for about fifteen minutes. And I can always recall after speaking to him. This is before his appointment. I thought, well, he, he seems to be a pretty capable bloke and on the ball, and uh, and and I, I must say, I, I think. You know, the game's going along pretty well at the moment. Okay. We've continued to win competitions with um, with great coaching and some wonderful players and and I would imagine that 2008 when Manly beat Melbourne 40 to nil, would that be one of the greatest days to see a club legend like Steve Menzies score a try in his farewell game, and to uh, and to bring back from 1947, the centre in that side was his grandfather, Mackie Campbell. Yeah, uh, it was one of the great moments of my life to uh, <coughs> to see that, and particularly when he, he he got that try right towards the finish of the game like that. It was uh, it, it was it really was tremendous, and and you know for us to win the game by so much uh, because Melbourne are a great side. They're a great side, and uh, but we uh, we just played out of our tree that day. We we everything we did turned to gold. We we just played. We've had some memorable tree. occasions, even though we're not um, one of the one of the oldest clubs in the in the league. But when you consider, we won the last grand final ever at the Sydney Cricket Ground, nineteen eighty seven, when you were in charge of the game, and you couldn't help but stand up in your private box up there and cheer Manly on with Bob Fulton as coach. Yes. And Cliff Lyons weaving his magic and Michael O'Connor and 
and, and another Englishman in Kevin Ward yeah. coming out in heatwave conditions and being oh, the best player on the field. Um, ball, must yeah. have made you proud that day again. Oh, it did, yeah. And the last grand final before yeah. we moved next door to the Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah, well, it did, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they really played well that day, Manly. They, they deserved, deserved to win and, and they did. They won well. You used to tell me everything and and we've kept it pretty much between ourselves, a lot of things. But you are a man of your word, but you've got feelings for people. Now, the Brisbane Broncos came in in 1988, the year after Manly won the comp in 87. You had signed for Manly before you left the club earlier Wally Lewis and Gene Miles, and they would have been very much part of those sides in the early 80s. Yeah. But there was a sense of feeling that Brisbane would have a side and you wouldn't hold them to their contracts once it became known they were coming in. True? It's the truth. Look, ideally would have liked to have had, had those two players with Manly because they were great players and there's no risk Manly would have one easily uh, w- w- with them uh, in the side. But, but you know, in the interest of the game, I mean, you know, it was better for them to remain in Queensland. It really was. And uh, I, I, I did discuss it with them and I discussed it uh, w- w- with other people in the, uh, in the league. And uh, it, it, it was, you know, I, I mean, if I was still with Manly, I, I'd have... I'd have got them down irrespective, but because of the fact that, that I was in the position I was as uh, uh, one of the leading administrators in the game, it, it, it wouldn't have been the right thing. And I did, uh, I was very instrumental in them staying in Queensland, notwithstanding the fact that I'd love to have been with Manly. I mean, had they been there, <laughs> the competition would have been a living certainty with them there. You were very instrumental in State of Origin and getting it going, along with your great mate Ron McAuliffe. Yeah. I recall many a time we we, we had a had a, a cold one after a uh, a state game, and the state games were going nowhere. Um, I recall fifteen hundred people at Leichhardt Oval uh, for a New South Wales Queensland side. Didn't seem right with Arthur Beetson playing for New South Wales and. And, and a lot of Queenslanders yeah. in the sky blue, they hated us for us. And then the concept of state of origin came and, wow, did it ever take off? Oh, it did. You know, and and uh, people have said to me uh, in the past, uh, oh, gee, that was good that you uh, you got the state of origin going. I said, no, that's not right. The, the state of origin got going because of Kevin Humphreys and uh, – and, um, Ron McAuliffe. Ron McAuliffe from Queensland. I said my job uh, at the time was to convince the Sydney clubs that they should release their players because we had a lot of Queensland players playing within our clubs to release them to play in the uh, in that competition. That 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 was that was my role in the thing. But but the the people that came up with the concept of it were Ron McAuliffe and Kevin Humphreys. And, uh, they don't get enough credit for that, do they? Uh, no, but I tell you what, whenever people ask me, I make sure that I say that because it's the truth. Okay. I'm going to um, 
I'm going to ask you some questions that I think Manly's ardent supporters would want answers to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first of all, what's your memory of when you first came in? Were Manly the Seagulls or the Sea Eagles? Well, well I, I think actually everyone used to call them the Seagulls when they first came in, but to me, it didn't. It didn't sound a very strong name. I, I thought eagles sounded a lot stronger than seagulls. So, uh, you know, we we uh, we sort of started calling ourselves the sea eagles, and, and of course that that caught on, and everyone else called us the sea eagles, and that's who they are to this day. Is it because the seagulls are not a very, um, let's say? Courageous bird. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I, I think so. They don't sound very tough to me. <laughs> so sea eagles came in, but it was originally seagulls. Well, it, what, people were calling us the seagulls. I never called us the seagulls because I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I think they're a very docile bird. If you want to know <laughs> the truth, but uh, anyway, they, they are the sea eagles, and they're recognised as such at the present time. Okay. Um, Tina Turner, what's your recollection of that? Uh, look, not only was she a lovely lady, she did a fantastic job for the game. Simply the best. Simply the best. Who yeah. could ever forget it? What a brilliant concept. The sky was the limit yeah. and rugby league showed the way again to the rest of the sports in yeah. Australia yeah. under Quayle and Arthurson. Yeah, well... That must be one of your greatest achievements. Yes, but, uh, you know, I, I must say that uh, that she was uh, she, she was just outstanding. I mean, she she sort of justified uh, the fact that we decided to get her to come here. She was absolutely fantastic, not only in the way she uh, uh, conducted herself, but uh, she was a she was a lovely lady as well. I. Uh, I had a great deal of time for her as a person. Okay, I'm going to go through some people in your life that I know have had a marked effect on you um, and then we'll come through to the present day and, and, and have a look at some of your favourite players in the modern era. If I, if, I, if I mention John Quayle to you and you've spoken about him um, during our talk today, um, a very good footballer but a, but a great administrator as he's proven um, in the Olympics, and he's been involved in lots of Olympic games yeah. and the and the uh, organisation of that. Yeah. Just working together, you were oh, we peaches were, and cream. Yeah, we were a good combination because apart from everything else, we're we're very close friends and we do get on very well together. And uh, I, 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 you know, not only uh, is he a good administrator, he, he's also a good bloke. And uh, the other fellow that that. Uh, that, that, that did a lot for the game and uh, who I get it is Colin Love. He, uh, uh, you know, he was uh, he was chairman after I uh, yes. resigned for some years and uh, and uh, I, uh, you know, he, he's done a lot. He's he's done a lot for the game too. And I I I, uh, I sometimes think he he hasn't been uh, you know recognised too too much for 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 some of the many good things that he did do. Well, at a very select uh, luncheon a few years ago um, yeah, well, where I, I was, yeah, I was, well. I was um, 
honoured to be invited. And um, John Quayle and oh, and uh, Colin Love were a couple of your guests there that yeah. day, and we had a wonderful day reminiscing yeah. about about our great game. Yeah, well, the three of us do meet regularly, and and when we're again, uh, whilst I'm now in Sydney this time, uh, we uh, we we always get together. Uh, you know, at least once or twice a year. Whenever most we wonderful. Can. Yeah. Someone that a lot of people won't recognise the name, but you will straight away because she was your right-hand person for so many years at Manly, at the New South Wales and Australian Rugby League, Pam Parker. Ah, oh, what a lovely lady and what a, a, a very, very competent lady. She... Uh, she is somebody that, uh, I, look, and, and I, I say quite openly that uh, she was very, very helpful and anything that I had the good fortune to achieve, she was uh, very much uh, behind it and supportive. She was not only uh, is she an outstanding secretary, but she's a, she's a lovely lady. You took her from Manly to headquarters. Yeah, I did. She was... Uh, she was working for Manly, actually, and but she came across to uh, to finish her career with me. Okay, we spoke briefly about Peter Moore, but um, the Bullfrog was a character, uh, and together you virtually helped clubs get a that didn't have a tight hold in at Phillips Street get a stronger hold. Yeah, I think we I think we probably did play a. A pretty big part in that. There, there, there was a, a, a group of us that uh, um, uh, sort of were always pretty good mates together there, and uh, uh, there was Kevin Humphreys and Charlie Gibson and and uh, Terry Parker, uh, Terry Parker, Peter Moore, and uh, Bob Abbott, and myself. And uh, you know, we uh, people used to uh, used to say, uh, you know, we we ran the league, or whatever we said went. And I suppose most times it did because, you know, all of us didn't know a little bit about the game, I think, and uh, and and we really, really cared about the game. And, and I, I suppose uh, uh, they used to call us the cartel uh, in there because uh, everything we uh, used to put up normally got through. My old broadcasting mate, prior to that, he was a great referee, but he was seen to be very biased towards Manly, Greg Hollywood Hartley. Oh, look, yeah. Now, look, I, I think Hartley was one of the best referees we've ever had. I really do. And, and you know, people uh, people from time to time used to say, uh, oh, look, he's, he favours Manly. But, but, but they're forgetting one thing. When we beat Cronulla that last time or the first time in the grand final, he gave them a penalty kick when it was, uh, I think the score was 11 all right on full time. And it wasn't. Uh, Steve uh, Rogers missed Steve it. Steve Rogers missed it. It wasn't a kick that he'd normally miss. Mm. So if, if he was so much on me, how come he, he gave him that penalty right on, which the game would have been over if he kicked it and would have lost the competition. And of course, the following week, we went through and played them and we, we won quite convincingly. We, we won by 15 or 20 points or something. Malcolm Reilly. Mm-hmm. Ah, great player. And a great bloke. What made you go after him? Well, I was in England at the time and uh, and, and I, 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 this young 
fellow, he was only about 19 or 20 at the time, I, I was watching it and even even the pommies were a bit frightened of him. I thought, Jesus, he's just a bloke I'm looking for. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I got You him. wanted some mongrel, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, I remember you, I got 12 cautions in one game and you congratulated me. I nearly died. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I liked him. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I said to uh, I, I, I got Malcolm to come and, 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 of course, the club wouldn't release him. I said, don't worry about that. Just get on the plane and come. Let me argue that out. You used Jim Comins. Yeah. And uh, anyway. And Colin Love. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, we, uh, we, uh, we, we got him to come here. What a player. Oh, he's a great player and a terrific person. Oh, he's a man. wonderful person. Oh, he's one of my oh, best mates. I love good him. Bloke, good yeah. Bloke, yeah. Yeah. Real what good a player, bloke. though. Oh, good player, yeah. What a player. Fantastic player. Okay, this next person, um, Jean Hay, your sister, yeah. 10 years younger, yeah. and what an achiever she has been. Yeah, well, she has. I, I'm very proud of my sister. I mean, not only, uh, well, not only uh, has she uh, had the Queen's uh, recognition in getting an AM, uh, which, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have. Brother uh, and sister, both with AMs. Yeah, well. That's a wonderful know, achievement. Well, Achievement. Your mum, Mary, would be proud. Well, it, it's a terrific achievement for, for my mother and uh, anything that Jean and I have achieved is uh, is very, very much attributed to my mother who was just the, the, the most wonderful person and, uh, uh, you know, uh, anything that we've achieved, uh, you know, we can be very thankful to her for. Okay. Um, Sports Australia... Hall of Fame in 2010 yeah. for your services to the game. What another fabulous honour well after you've retired. So your legacy is con- has continued like it has here at Manly. Yeah, well, it was it was a very, very great honour and, of course, I'm very, very proud and very, very grateful to, uh, to have received that sort of an accolade. But, uh, you know... It's uh, it's I, actually when I was in Melbourne, I, I went and had a look through. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, thing they have up there, you know, of all their great players and people of the past and, and present. And um, you know, so f- f- for me to uh, have my uh, name there and record and photo and all that sort of stuff there, you know. I, whether I deserve it or not, I must say I'm very, very grateful and very proud to, to have it, you know. Okay, let's fast forward from those times we spoke about where Manly dominated grand finals and then we went into the Super League era. Um, let's look at one of the ill-fated associations that, that ever happened was the amalgamation of North Sydney and Manly to form the Northern Eagles. Um, I know you were greatly involved in times when the club needed some advice and you were there to give it to the club. And after talking um, to some very smart legal minds, after North Sydney couldn't continue with the joint venture, Despite the NRL saying the licence is not Manly's, you virtually 
said to the NRL, we are coming to take our licence back. Now, you received some great legal advice from the son of one of your great mates, the late Tom Bellew. Yeah. Oh, great. Jeff Bellew. Yeah, Tom and Jeff Bellew, great people, great, absolute. Not only very, very uh, good people, but very, very knowledgeable people and very smart people. Yes, but uh, now I, I can uh, recall that, and, and and I I uh, I'd retired from Manly at the time, but yeah. I came back to to do something, and I went into the. the uh, you went into the league. I went into the league to, and to demanded focus. to yeah. David Gallup yeah. that Manly get their license and, back. Uh, oh, they were they were saying no, no, they, we we certainly could. But anyway, I said, look, we've got an agreement, and it's in writing that if the if uh, the agreement between North Sydney and Manly uh, was over or fell through, the licence would revert back to Manly. Anyway, I know when I left the meeting, uh, I was told later from someone in the meeting, they said, uh, he's right, you know. And I was right. Well, Jeff Bellew was adamant after looking at the setup, And, of course... He was a North Sydney representative. Yeah, that's right. On the ball, I remember it clearly. Yeah. I was working at the Northern yeah. Eagles at the time. Yeah. And North, he was the first chairman of the Northern Eagles. And North sacked him. And the reason they gave was that he was too fair. Yeah. So they sacked him as their chairman. Yeah. Well, I, I said to them at the time, I said, look, if you try to uh, take that right away from us, we'll fight you with everything we've got. If we have to mortgage the lease club, whatever we're going to do, We'll, we'll fight you with everything we can, we've got. That was one of your greatest victories, I think, Yeah. Well, because it was going nowhere oh, fast. Oh, yeah, and, and they were definitely going to take, take it off us. And anyway, uh, uh, you know, I was told uh, after I'd left the meeting that uh, one of their people uh, on the committee said he, he was right in what he said, you know. Which I was right. Yeah, and it quickly came yeah. back to Manly. Oh, yeah. And the back. club started rebuilding again. And we rebuilt again. Yeah. And Des Hassel is appointed coach. And to have one of our own again in charge proved out to be a masterstroke. And yeah. we had some great players in that period that built up from the Stewart boys coming through our junior reps from Wollongong and Ian Thompson I'll give him credit for that. He was oh, the C at the time yeah. and one of our former players. Yeah, player, he was instrumental yeah. in bringing them up from Wollongong. St George Illawarra would not sign both the brothers. They wanted Brett but not Glenn and they were coming as a package. We had no doubt. And I remember uh, Glenn's and Brett's dad saying, Barry, Barry Stewart saying, you won't regret signing Glenn. He will be a wonderful player for you as well. And he, he became one of your favourites. Oh, he was. He was a great player, Glenn. He was a really great player. And and actually, actually, the reason we were able to get them is because of your friendship with the Stewarts. And uh, and, 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 and you you uh, initially put me onto them, actually. I did. Yeah, and I did. remember yeah. sitting with you in the Bob Fulton stand mm. uh, behind the goalposts. And I said, I want you to see this kid play. And you sat with me, we sat in the front row, and I think he scored three tries, and you just said, wow, what a player, what a fullback. Now, we've had some wonderful fullbacks. I mean, we had Bob Batty, the late Bob Batty, what a wonderful man. And and I played with Bob when I first came to Manly. He was the first player in the club to notch 200 games. He was our top point scorer at the time. But he had two looks at Graham Eady playing and said, 
and said to you, I'm retiring. This kid's <laughs> too good. The Wombat from Woi Woi. Yeah, oh, that was a great signing. Oh, what a great player. What yeah, a great player. And, 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 and look, the, the, the person that was first instrumental in, uh, in doing that was uh, Jim Peebles. Jimmy Streaky Peebles. I'd heard about this bloke and I asked, uh, I couldn't go this particular week, and I asked Jim Peebles would he mind going to Woi Woi to have a look at him for me. And he came back and he said to me, yeah, he said he's a, he's a, he's a real good player. So I got him down, and when I first saw him, I thought, Jesus, this bloke, he doesn't look as though he can run. No. He was that sort of build. I well, thought, he, and could he run? And could, and he, could he play? I mean, if you remember in those oh, days, Rex Mossop used to come down to training, the late Rex Mossop, yeah. another oh, great manly player. Oh, I'll say he was. And yeah. very loyal to manly, oh, became a great broadcaster and um, used to sell Holden cars for a living before yeah, he got into yeah, right. television. Too, and yeah. um, he used to bring his football down and we'd play touch. And the first day Graham Eady was there, he was the last person picked. And he got, it was Fred Jones as captain. He was captain of one team and Rex Mossop was captain of the other. And last man standing was Graham Eady. And as you say, he didn't look when he first came like a footballer. He had all this hair and a big head. And he said, well, Wombat Head, you're with me. And that's how the nickname came about, Wombat. <laughs> and he's Wombat to this day, and what a wonderful player. Ken. Uh, fantastic player. How do you rate the fullbacks? And, uh, I mean, God, he was a good player. Graham Eady, oh. Brett Stewart, far oh. and away the oh. best. Yeah, they're the two best. They're the two best? Could yeah. you split them? Completely different. Look, look, it's very hard to differentiate uh, between them as to who was the best player because they were both just absolutely outstanding. Gee, okay. they were good players. They were good players. Oh, that, players. That side that Des built with, with players like Jamie Lyon, Steve Mattai, Steve Menzies, Matt Ballon, mm, yeah. Matt Orford, Steve Bell, mm. it was just a side that, Every game there was excitement out of them, wasn't yeah. there? And they built up to what they became in they got a hiding in 07 when when uh, Brett Stewart was taken out of the game with what I thought was a an illegal tackle after oh. he went up for a ball, but yeah. that, that game was gone. Uh but they more than made up for it the next year, 40 nil. Yep. And as you said, one of the great moments in our history. Oh, it was. It really was one of the great uh, great victories in our time there. Yeah. And that side backed up in 2011 when they won the premiership yep. uh, 10 years ago now yep. uh, in our in our um, 65th year. Yep. Um, another achievement for us when um, they were too good for the New Zealand Warriors and, yep. again, the Stewart brothers, Jamie Lyon and Anthony Watmo, who mm. I'm sure – um, you rate as one of our best local juniors. Um, oh, he was. What he a player. Great leg speed. Real good player. Yeah. 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 And, gee, uh, you just mentioned Jamie Lyons. Wasn't he a good player? And, and what a wonderful bloke too. You yes. Know. Gee, yeah. Good player. Well, really that was player. a tribute to his association with Crusher Cleal. It who was actually. Yeah. got him to go to Parramatta and then yeah. when he left Parramatta Crusher, he got him to come to Manly. Yes. And there once again was um, one of our former great players. Involved with the club as he is today, still. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly right. Yeah. 
How do you rate Crusher Cleal in all of those years? Oh, Crusher was a real good player. He was a real good player, and, and uh, you know, probably probably one of the one of the best players we've had. Crusher, he uh, he, he was look, he was almost unstoppable sometimes uh, with that ball. I mean, even when he played in the centres, he was outstanding. But when he went into the second row, he was just uh, he, he was just unbelievable. Dude. Well, that's where we're going to have to leave it for part three of the Zorba and Arco series. Make sure you stay tuned and look out for the fourth and final episode of this amazing Canaltis and Story. This has been an ASCII Live Media production for the Manly Warringah Seagulls official podcast channel.